Welcome, podcast listeners, to Roll Radio, where each week we listen in as aspiring adventurers play the world's greatest role-playing game, Dungeons and Dragons. Join us as we travel to far-off Faerun, where we discover the Sword Coast in turmoil and in desperate need of heroes. Last time on Roll Radio... Our heroes finally defeated the vile red wizard, Thagar Grin. Desperate to heal their wounds, as well as the wounds of their dying prisoner, the party forgot about the floating flubnack. Esmir's levitate spell wore off, and the knoll came crashing down upon our unaware heroes. And like a blast from the past, literally, the knoll's body exploded. And just when you thought things couldn't get any worse for our wounded heroes, they did. The explosion cracked open the ancient creepy stalagmite, releasing evil bloated red-eyed rats who began to attack. The exhausted party panicked and unleashed a flurry of attacks and spells in hopes of getting some respite from the seemingly ceaseless fighting. And after the evil rats were dramatically slaughtered, the party decided to finish exploring the network of tunnels and caves beneath the lodge. Treasures were teased out. DMs asked questions open-endedly. Stupid lumps of coal that looked like gems were found. Their exploration revealed not only trinkets and treasure, but hidden secrets of the Phylons and their connection to Malar, the evil god of hunting and lycanthropes. With Phylon Lodge now plundered and cleared of the knoll infestation, our heroes prepared for their return to Daggerford with their prize prisoner in tow. But what information will the party get out of the Red Wizard? What the heck is Pink Eye? And why would you find it in an ancient crevasse? Is there really a Lord of Festive Balloons? And is freaking out a whole action? It should be. But who knows? Let's find out in this episode of Scourge of the Sword Coast! You guys are on the second floor of the Phylent Hunting Lodge, in what was once the Red Wizard's room. You're finishing up your plundering of the lodge's treasures and trinkets, you have cleared the lodge of the knoll infestation, and you have captured the Red Wizard Thigargrin. Mission accomplished. So, what do you guys want to do now? Well, I would like to be able to get all of my spell slots back and fully healed before we venture. I'm afraid of running into another brigand of, or band of brigands like we did on the way back to Daggerford last time. Is Cletus dead? He's dead, right? We finished him off. His head was on a pike. That's right. Last I saw it. Yeah, I think That's once right. your head's on a pike for a couple days, you're. And, I think and that, that you can call it. You can call okay. it. He may have relations, though. <laughs> That's true. I don't know. I think you killed all his relations. <laughs> that one branch on the family tree yeah. just got lobbed off. It was just one giant trunk straight to the sky. <laughs> so I guess that I'm just um, afraid of uh, everything. leaving after only a short rest. Aw, Jake, you're so cute. I don't know. What do, you, what do we do? What do we well, do? It's too early to take a long rest. Right? You look out the window and you see that it's around midday, uh, so you have half a day left. So you could stay here and leave tomorrow morning, uh, but remember, it's three and a half days back to Daggerford. So you could use the rest of today to travel so that you get back into Daggerford at the end of day three. Yeah. Yeah. So we should take a short rest and then just start going. And if we die, we die. And then you just have to find other friends to play D&D with. <laughs> None of this is funny. Yeah, I got one hit die left. <laughs> yeah, I've got a hit die I can spend too. I'm down. I'm down almost or beyond half. So I need to do something. Yeah. yeah. 
So that's what we'll do. We'll take a short rest. We'll roll some hit die, and we will um, play with our newfound goodies. Okay. All right, I'm going to roll my last remaining hit die. All right. Nice. 12 points back. At the maximum, almost. Ah. Nice. What the heck? Where are my hit die? Do you not have any hit die in the hit die window? I can't seem to see it. You must have used all your hit dies. Yeah, you've uh, used them up. Oh. So do I get any hit die after? It's only long rest, right? Correct. Okay. Now, don't forget that you got a healing potion off of Thegar. Azmir, I think I, I think I put it in your inventory. Okay, so take a swig of this. I give Jake my, I, I'll give Jake the healing potion. Thank you, Esmia. You are so kind. Oh boy. Six points. Thank you very much, Esmir. I suddenly feel you're a welcome. Bit you look. You're getting a little color in your cheeks. You look nice. A tiny bit. I got these little pink dots. Should I roll a hit dice die? Well, you only have a wound of four. But you have four hit dice, so you might as well use one. Okay. Huh, there you go. Four. You're fully healed. Oh. You needed a four and you got a four. Oh, I feel so much better. Jeez. You become such an expert at the uh, Esmeralda peek and shock and run and hide that uh, you got four hit die. Yeah. That's crazy. Because I can die pretty damn fast. Well, I've used all of mine now. Yeah, same here. I got 24 hit points left. I'm in the green. You're in the green. I'm not actually I'm still in the, in seven, the um, what is that seven color? Down. Like a mustard yellow. Oh. Well, Wheezy only has one hit point left. <laughs> yeah, he's looking a little sick. Wheezy. And Segar Grin has zero hit points. He's still unconscious. All right. What do you guys- Wait, is this a short rest? Wait, yeah, hold on. You're is taking this a, short... a short rest. Okay, hold on. I'm going to get uh, my, uh, hold on. Izmir was distracted. She was too busy looking through her backpack. Esmir uh, is going to rub her hands together and say, AC, where are you? Come on out, boy. Would I be able to bring my raven back? Sure. You guys can spend a little more than an hour resting here to do all your rituals and stuff. Okay. And then... I'm going to do my arcane recovery. Okay. So you can get back uh, two first level slots or one second level slot. Okay. I'm going to take back a second level. All right. So you guys spent some time resting and doing your rituals. And now the whole party is back together again. Yay. Cool. All right. Wheezy, you okay? Give Somebody give Wheezy a snack. Here, Wheezy, come and have a snack here, buddy. You look a little sad. <laughs> I'm sorry. You did a good job, though. He was, he was a trooper. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. So as you guys are resting, you take some time to look over some of the things that you found. And one of them was this strange potion you found on Thega. It's a clear liquid uh, with a tiny red bead floating in it. And the bead, uh, it continually expands to color the contents red and then contracts back down to a tiny bead, right? So it grows, then shrinks, grows, then shrinks. And you realize that this is a potion of diminution. Hmm. It dims the lights if you like open it. <laughs> yes, it dims, it the, dims lights. the lights. Oh, diminution. No, it is like your uh, enlarge reduce spell, Esmir, mm. except that it will only reduce whoever drinks it uh, for 1d4 hours. Mm. So you medium humans would shrink down to small, right? Down to Esmir size. And Esmir, if you drink it, you would shrink down from small to tiny. Just you or your gear would stay normal size so you're like basically running around naked <laughs> no your <laughs> gear would shrink down also okay <laughs> like wheezy size exactly nice what about these rings clink 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 i'm playing in my my palm okay so you're checking out this matching set of platinum rings set with a uh, black pearl oh, nice. and you soon realize that there's nothing special or magical about them but they are very nice, and they're probably worth about 250 gold each. Oh, sweet. Okay. And you also take some time to examine Thegar's dagger. 
and it's a finely crafted dagger with a red leather grip and a silver skull for a pommel. And it also has a matching red and silver scabbard. And as you're examining it, you realize that this is a magical plus one weapon. Ooh. All right, so plus one to hit and plus one damage. Ooh, hey guys. I was wondering, since the only weapon I can really use is a dagger, if I could like maybe have this dagger. It's yours. And I promise I will do something cool with it the first chance we get. You can you can do all kinds of things with it. You can actually help, you can cook. I do, I'll make you guys some nice treats. I, it'll be a waste if you're not stabbing people with it. Oh, I'm going to stab some guys with it. <laughs> there you go. And you guys also found that uh, cool ebony uh, coffer, right? That was shaped like a sleeping uh, dragon. Right. Uh, it's probably worth about 50 gold. Does anyone want to take this? I do. I want to keep it. Okay. I could put my um, twinkling pipeweed in it. Well, I thought you got your... Uh, Dream snuff box. Oh, for that. I got my dream snuff box. Right. Yeah, that's where that's going. Yeah. <laughs> I'll keep this for my quilt. <laughs> okay. Cool. Nice. Uh, all right. And then you, uh, there's the Filand family jewels, which will fetch you guys probably I don't know about a thousand gold. Wow. Mm. Should I just convert this to cash money for you guys? Yeah. Sell it. Are any of them made of electrum? Uh, yeah. I'm sure there's some electrum pieces in there. Cause I'm gonna, I'm gonna rifle through them and see if any are made with electrum. Cause I'm gonna keep those for something. Okay, and I'll just uh, cash in the rest for you guys. Right on. All right, now there's uh, Thegar's grooming kit with the razor strop, silver mirror, and copper toothpick. Ooh. Does anyone want to take this? Ooh, I'll take it. Yeah, you should take it. It's yeah. fancy. Yes. It's got a copper toothpick, yo. Take it. Beautify yourself, boy. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I'll keep the shaving kit. Just never sure. know. Because Chris Elric is clean shaven. He's not a bearded kind of guy. You got your shiny chain mail, and then you got that thing where you can make cool outfits. And then now you have a copper toothpick. You can strut into the bar like that. The ladies will just be like, ping, 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 sticking to you like glue. <laughs> ping, ping, ping. That's what I'm saying. Cool. <laughs> can you picture it? Not that I should be encouraging you. No, I, I don't need any encouragement. As soon as we get back to civilization, I'm going to go on a bender. So. <laughs> a bender? <laughs> okay, nice. and now we have the spear that you found in the shrine to Malar. So, it's a finely crafted weapon, but as you examine it, you realize that this is a magic plus one spear. Ooh. Right? But you also discover that this spear's real magic comes into play when you throw it, all right? So first its throwing range is 30 feet farther than a normal spear. So instead of 2060, this spear's range is 5090. Second, if you throw it and hit, it does an extra D6 of damage. Ooh, whoa. Yeah, and finally, after you throw it, hit or miss, it flies back to your hand immediately. Oh my goodness. Oh, cool. Wow. Can I use this spear? I Give me a ranged weapon. I was going to say, even though I've got mastery in that type of weapon, I think it would be better for you than for me because I have a ranged attack. And you don't. Yeah, and you, yeah, he doesn't have one. That would yeah. be good. That would be awesome. Anyway, you're good at giving spears back. I know that you were trying it a long, <laughs> a long time ago. So this will be one spear I won't <laughs> trade. Back in... Um, Hartfield Castle. <laughs> so I'm putting this spear into Cullen's inventory, right? Yes. Hi. You can name it. You can name it Brittany. <laughs> oh boy. Now when you kill people, you could be like, "Oops, I did it again." <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> hey guys, I'm gonna pull the doll out. Oh boy. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, I've been working with my doll a little bit. Hey, um, this is my friend Kurgan, and the doll is going to turn her head and say, Hey, and this is my friend Esmir. And I'm going to take two steps back. <laughs> Kurgan? Kurgan. Kurgan. And I'm going to raise up my elbows in front of me and put my like my hands just under my chin. 
<laughs> Put that thing away, please. No. You're freaking me out. No. That's what the kids say these days. She's my friend, and she's staying with me. So I have my doll out, and she's on top of my backpack. <laughs> okay. Staring at Jake. <laughs> <laughs> no, no less. <laughs> well, everybody, should we head back to Daggerford? Yes. Yeah. Tell Saristival what we found. I say yay. Yay. I say yay as well. Let's blow this popsicle stand. This place stinks. Yes, and as we leave this hunting lodge, um, Jake is going to pull out his sensor and put some incense in it and light it up. And then he's going to swing his sensor through the halls and through the different rooms as we make our way out. Um, but doing a little cleansing of the Phylon Lodge. Okay, cool. So uh, Jake's uh, cleansing incense begins to fill the air around you as you guys gather up your stuff and your unconscious prisoner and make your way out of the lodge. You head back down to the service room where you first entered and you push aside uh, that door that Esmir shrunk and you head outside. And warm sunshine greets you as you exit the lodge, right? And it feels it feels especially good after spending a day in that uh, cool, damp dungeon, right? Oh, yeah. And ahead of you looms the encroaching R-Deep forest. It reaches out with its branches as if to, you know, one day reclaim the rotting lodge and turn it back into lush forest. Good riddance, Phylon Lodge, you stupid place. <laughs> Hunting lodges are for poo heads. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, you make your way into the forest and you find your horses. And they're happy to see you, right? And they're, it's, they're anxious to get out of here as well. So you saddle them up and I'm assuming you're putting Thegar on one of your horses. Well, I imagine I'll put him in front of me. Okay, we'll take turns. All right, take turns. Well, he can't go on my horse. No, no. You have a little pony. A little clippity clappy little baby. I got a war horse. You suckers. Clippity clap. Don't worry, clippity clap. We won't put no dead bodies on you, okay? You're good. You head out and soon find the overgrown trail that will lead you out of this wilderness. And you estimate that by the end of the day, you should be pretty close to the tradeway. The day is clear, the sun is warm as you travel, but as the day wears on, the weather begins to change as a wind begins to blow through the trees. And in the distance, you see clouds beginning to gather. So you decide that you should probably make camp soon in case the weather turns foul. So you start to look for a good place to make camp for the night, and soon you find a nice clearing at the edge of some woods. Several large, moss-covered boulders jut from the earth and offer some nice protection from the wind. So you head in and begin to set up camp. Okay. I set up my tarp. <laughs> my 10 by 10 camera. First things tarp. first, kids, get the tarp come, out. Come on, get the tarp out. That's the first we can thing you use, We could use uh, um, Cullen's 10-foot pole as the center post. Sure. Sure. <laughs> Nice. That's a good idea. I'm gonna start a little fire. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I got uh, AC's gonna be up on the trees looking out, and I'm gonna put Kurgan out in the forest to be a lookout on the other side of where AC is. And I'm going to tie this Trixie Red Wizard to a tree near where the horses are. All right. Okay. I'll tie him upright so he doesn't, you know, choke on his own vomit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and as you're tying him up, um, he doesn't move a muscle, right? He's still out cold, and you're, you're pretty sure that he's going to be out for a while. He's in bad shape. Okay. We'll have to watch him. Okay. Well, when we're going through our long rest, we are, of course, going to be on watch, and he's going to be one of the things we watch. Okay. Now, Esmir, uh, you put Astilius and the doll out as sentries, right? So uh, tell me where, north, south, east, or west? Uh, which way is the road? Um, the road, 
The road is north of your campsite. Okay, I'll put, I'll put uh, the doll to the north, and I'll put uh, Asilius up in the trees to the south. He's going to watch the back end. Okay. I'm going to put Ray Ray on the southwestern kind of side of us. Okay, sounds good. All right, so you guys finish setting up camp and you get a nice campfire going in a sheltered spot next to one of the boulders there, just as the sun sinks below the horizon and a full moon rises to take its place. And you sit down around the warm fire and enjoy some evening rations. Hey guys, huddle up guys, huddle up. Okay. Okay, and then she's gonna make sure that the wizard, the wizard's still sleeping. Listen up, guys. Remember that potion of mind reading we got? Remember oh, that? No. So, okay. <laughs> no. No. Get your oohs and owls out now, because when we interrogate this guy over here, I'm gonna take the potion. However, you guys gotta be like on the down low about it, though. Okay? Because. He can't know that I have it. Ooh. Because he's a smart wizard. Wizards are smart. Did you guys pick up on that yet? <laughs> so we're gonna ask we're gonna ask him questions, but you guys don't let him know because at some point I'll be able to probe deeper into his mind to really suck out some good juicy knowledge. Ah But when we're just asking questions, I can pick up on his surface thoughts. Oh. So don't look all funny and go, hey, Esmir, did you pick anything up or anything like that? Just play it cool, okay? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool like Sir Istvul. <laughs> <laughs> so as you guys uh, discuss your plans for tomorrow, what's your watch? What's the watch order for tonight? I will I will go first. I will watch first. All right, I'll go second then. I'll go last. Okay. I'm going to have a bunch of little bundles of wood that I can keep near the fire to throw on it in case I hear something. Yeah, and I want to have my ear horn out. And uh, every once in a while, I want to stick it up to my ear and hear, see if I can hear in the distance. I'm going to have my um, mouth horn out. <laughs> and I'm going to pick somebody, and then when I blow into it, I'll wake them up without making any noise. Okay. I'll make it Elric, because he's the first to watch. I'm the second, actually. Either way. Yeah. That's cool. Hey, that's cool. So I'll have my drift glow nearby, you know, in case something happens in the middle of the night that you can see Boom. with the fire, I'll just yeah. throw it up in the air and go, Daylightius Maximus. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, right on. Now go to bed already. <laughs> I'm going to spoon with Wheezy because he's injured. Give me a Wheeze Wheeze. You did such a good job today. So he'll disappear in the morning. Shut up. I'm going to look into my new books and read the uh, history book of uh, Saz Tam. But you can't. Why? Because it's uh, written in Thayan, remember? (laughs) Look at the pictures. I have to learn Thayan. (laughs) Well, then I'll just look at the uh, the pictures of their tattoos. I wonder where you can get Thay lessons. Well, I think that it would be smart to learn... um, for me to start to uh, learn Thayan, because something tells me that the scourge of the Sword Coast is going to... There's going to be a lot of Thay at some point. <laughs> All right, so you guys turn in. Esmir's already snoring over there. <laughs> Wheezy's twitching like he's having a dream, and so is Esmir. <laughs> All right, and Jake, uh, you take first watch. Yes. And as you're flipping through your Thayan books there... The full moon rises into the night sky. The wind whips through the trees as the clouds swirl above, and the bright moonlight illuminates the wilderness around you, casting tree shadows on the ground that sway with the wind. Uh, But other than a few strong gusts, your uh, watch passes uneventfully, and you wake up Elric. Okay, cool. All right. I wake up, I build the fire up a little. I stand there stoically, looking in all directions. <laughs> <laughs> but before I go to bed, I'm going to say, check the hood of your cloak and make sure Esmir didn't kick any dirt in it. 
<laughs> and now I'm going to lay down. My cloak is going to be the cloak of camouflage. Ooh, what's that look like? Oh, it's got like a woodland pattern, camouflage, camo scheme on it, you know. Okay. Green, brown, splotchiest, you know. Yeah, all right, cool. So, Elric, you take your watch, wrapped up in your camo cloak there, and it keeps you comfortable despite the chilly wind blowing around you. And as you uh, stoically look around, you watch as the world around you flickers between black and a bright bluish green as the clouds quickly move past the moon. But other than that, your watch goes by without incident, and it's time to wake up Esmir. Okay. Esmir, wake up. It's your turn. Oh, hey. To watch. Cool, I'm man. Gonna wrap myself up in my cloak of camouflage. You look stoic. Sleep. You look real stoic. You know what I'm saying? Why, thank you. The way that, what, the way the moonlight's hitting you and the glistening, glimmering firelight. Wow, we, you're handsome. <laughs> so Esmir's going to get the um, ivory dice that she got, mm-hmm. and she's going to throw them in the fire. Okay. And then she's going to go over to Thegar. And she's going to pull out some stuff out of her backpack real quick and put some, like, blush on him. <laughs> okay. And as you're, as you're putting the makeup on him, he stirs. Yeah. Uh, says, Tam, don't, don't leave me. Don't leave me. <laughs> I, I love you, says Tam. Uh, I love you. I have forsaken you. That's what I say back. I'm pr- I have forsaken you. I'm pretending I'm Sass Tam. Oh, uh, it would have worked. It would have worked if it wasn't for those meddling adventurers. Oh. <laughs> that, that cleric, oh, fucking kill it. <laughs> you were always my 80th favorite. No. What's your name again? <laughs> what's your name again? Now, what should I do to Jake? What should I do to Jake while he's sleeping? I'm gonna take a little, no, I won't do that. I'm just, you know what? I'm gonna just, I'm gonna move some the stuff around him just a little bit so he, when he wakes up, he'll be going crazy trying to figure out what I did to him, but I'm not gonna do anything to him. <laughs> okay, how are you gonna do that? What do you, what do you do? I'm just gonna move his things around a little bit and leave his backpack open. You mean my, okay. my stuff? Yeah. I sleep with it under as a pillow. Yeah, but I'm a gnome. Your whole backpack? Yeah, I, I hold it I wrap my arms through the through the loops and I sleep with it like a pillow because she messed with it so many times. I kept finding my <laughs> All right, stuff. Let's in do this. Disrupt. Uh you wanna roll a sleight of hand check? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how do I do that? Not you, Esmir. Oh Esmir. Oh sure. yeah, right. <laughs> and you can roll with advantage since he's fast asleep. Okay. Oh, uh, 21. <laughs> All right. You uh, nimbly unbuckle his, the straps of his backpack and slowly open it up without waking him. And uh, as you're doing that, uh, you, uh, you're you looking uh, at Jake's face uh, to see if he wakes up, right? You're keeping an eye on his face. And you notice that he looks upset. And his, you know, his, his brow is furrowed. His eyes are darting around under his eyelids. And once in a while, he like quietly whimpers or moans. It looks like he's having a really bad dream. Mm. It's okay, my handsome cleric. Do my Oifinian voice. (laughs) And as you're doing this, you suddenly hear a sound erupt from the woods to the west. The sound of howling wolves. Okay. You quickly turn and focus on the tree line, but it's hard to tell if anything is there because the wind is blowing the foliage, right? So you keep looking, and then you see it, two pairs of eyes glowing from the moonlight, one to your left and one to your right. And as soon as you notice them, they move forward, and then you see two wolves emerge from the brush, heads down, teeth bared. Okay, so I'm gonna be like, Guys, we got company. Get up. Roll initiative. Okay. Uh, 16. And I got a 15. 20. Natural 20. Ooh, nine. 21. Nine. Going last again. Man. All right. 
Esmir, as soon as you call out your warning, the wolves begin running towards you. One of them leaps at you, and it misses with a 10. You dodge out of the way at the last second, and it leaps right past you. Nice. The other wolf goes after Cullen, who is still crawling out of his bedroll, and it rolls with advantage because he is prone. Oh, boy. And hits with a 21. Ooh, oh, wow. And does eight points of damage. Wow. I'm going to parry. Okay. Nine. Nice. So you just erased all of that damage. Nice. So you're uh, starting to get up when suddenly drooling wolf jaws are headed for your face, but you quickly react and push the jaws aside before they connect. Ooh. I get slobber all over my bracer. <laughs> Esmir, you just dodged a wolf, and as you spin around, you see something else burst out of the tree line. Oh boy. Oh, they weren't alone. But this creature is running on two legs. And as it runs into the moonlight, you see that it's a hulking body covered in fur. It has huge claws for hands, and it has a wolf's head. Terrible. That's scary. Esmer's a little scared. It's terrifying. <laughs> That's some bad news. And this creature runs towards Elric, who is still laying in his bedroll. Uh-oh. And it pounces on him. And it sinks its teeth into his flesh. Can doing... I use my reaction to cast a spell? Yeah, it's the, definitely. Uh, shield spell. Okay, so you're uh, pulling the covers off yourself when suddenly this beast leaps on you, and your instincts kick in, and you quickly react with your shield spell. And the werewolf's fangs slam into the magical barrier, inches, just inches from your skin. But the beast is quick, and it tries to claw you. Ah, uh, but its claws also scrape against your shield. Wow. Oh my god. <clears throat> nice. All right, very nice. Now, Esmir, your party is suddenly under attack, and the boys, well, they're just, they're still getting out of their bedrolls. You see a large beast on top of Elric's shield trying to get through to it, trying to get to him. You see a wolf on top of Cullen, and there is another wolf just inches from you. What are you going to do? Oh, boy. Um... I was thinking about possibly chugging that potion of climbing and climbing climbing up in the tree and just shooting stuff from up in the tree. Okay. Because I don't want to die. Now remember, if you don't use the disengage action, uh, it will probably take an opportunity attack against you. Okay. Or I shock and grasp them and then run away. So <laughs> I think that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to shopping, shocking grasp wolf number two. I got an eight plus six is a 14. That hits. And then I'm going to give him a little blood drop. See what happens. He gets eight. No maximum damage. I zippity zap your butt. And then I'm going to run. <laughs> He's definitely stunned for a moment. All right. So Esmir... She shock and grasp wolf number two, and then she zippity zapped around here, and now she's behind Thagar Grin. She might make for the tree here, but she kind of wants to keep him in her sights, too. Okay. And then, should I move uh, Wheezy? Yes, as your bonus, yeah. Can Wheezy attack? Sure. I know Wheezy's almost dead, so Wheezy's gonna do a little Hail Mary mm -hmm. over here and attack this wolf. Um, can he go here and get advantage? <laughs> sure. Wheezy's get advantage too. Okay, Wheezy got a 19 plus five, a 24. Nice. The wolf was reeling from the shock and didn't see uh, <laughs> Wheezy sneaking up on it. Yeah, it's our one-two punch. <laughs> One point of damage puts him into heavy. <laughs> Good job, Wheezy. Good job. Sorry if you die after this, buddy, but you did good. You're a hero. You're a hero. All right, so we end the surprise round as you guys are roused from your slumber by Esmir's warning, and you frantically make it out of your bedrolls, but not before a werewolf and its pack pounce on your party. And Elric, 
Uh, as the full moon shines down upon your campsite, you can easily see the werewolf that attacked you, its sharp fangs uh, still gripping your magic shield. Then your shield flickers out. What do you do? You know, okay. he did mention the moonlight several times. I think we should have picked up on that. Damn it! Um, okay, um, so I got a, my action surge back during a short rest, so I'm going to use an action surge to make two attacks with the glaive and one with the butt on this guy. Okay. And the glaive, Ooh. 17 plus 5 is 22. I hit him. Nice. Damage? Seven Ooh. points mm. plus three, ten. Nice. Oh, resisted. but he resisted because it's not silver. It's not like magic. Mm. He resisted all of it. Oh my god! All of it. Okay. Um, I'm too close for a ranged attack. But if I move backwards, he's going to get an attack on me, right? Yes, but your you could use your action surge to disengage. Okay. Yeah, I'll have to do that. So. So I'm just going to go 5, 10, 15 back to here, making him 20 feet away from me. Okay. He's probably just going to close the distance and attack anyway, but... Uh, all right, so I think that's all I can do then. Okay. Do you want Ray Ray to do anything? Because he's next. Uh, I want him to fly to here and just kind of stick with this werewolf. Okay. Squaw! Squaw! <laughs> all right. The wolves continue their attack. Uh, Wolf 2 here, uh, since Esmir ran away, is going to turn around and lunge at Jake. And it misses with a 7. Wolf 1 lunges at Cullen again. And barely misses with a 16. Its jaws snap just inches from your face. And as you dodge the wolf, the werewolf comes at you from behind. Oh, great. He's got advantage on me. The massive beast swipes at you with its claw and misses with an eight. And as you dodge the claw, it lunges at you with its huge fangs and hits with a 21. Uh, Of course. Doing 10 points of damage. Oh my my God. Parry that shit. Okay. That is brutal. Not quite as good that time. All right. You parry that for six points. And I can only do it once per reaction. Yeah, but you only lost four points. No, I lost ten. But you got six back. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. But I hadn't healed from before. Oh, I see. We didn't get through our long rest, so I was already carrying ten points into the fight. Right, right. All right, Esmir, you watch as Cullen tries to defend himself from the flanking beasts, and you watch as Cullen winces in pain uh, as the werewolf gets in a bite. What do you do? I think I'm going to shoot some magic missiles at the Phyland Werewolf gentleman. And that's my last second level spell slot. So let's get ready here. Magic missiles. I'm going to shoot four right at his stupid face. <laughs> and pew! Ooh, three plus one. And he takes it all, right? Yeah. Yes. And a number two. Pew! Uh, three plus one. Thank you. Number three. Pew! Two plus one. One more. Right between the eyes. Pew! Four plus one. Five. Oh, maximum damage. Nice. All right. Your four missiles slam into the werewolf and it releases its jaws from Cullen. Now it's angry. It looks at you and growls. Zippy zap, jerkbag. That was some good rolls. I roll my eyes at myself. (laughs) And then I'm going to duck. (laughs) And then can Wheezy go? Wheezy can go, yep. Wheezy, go after wolf number two's dupa, okay? He has advantage. Advantage. Ooh. Oh, sweet and natural 20. Natural 20. Ooh. Oh, Wheezy. My little buddy. He's got the bite. Wheezy's tough. Wheezy is like the MVP of this group, guys. <laughs> <laughs> the Wheezy. 
is the most important person. <laughs> now, since it was a critical hit, I'll double the damage to two points of piercing damage. Yeah, I pierce your stupid wolf butt. <laughs> All right, Jake, you are roused from your rest and you're being attacked by wolves. And as you get, a, uh, get your bearings on what's happening here, you notice that your backpack is open. <laughs> but there's no time for that now. There's a growling wolf in front of you. What do you do? At first I say, what is going on here? <laughs> um, is this wolf two on me or on Wheezy? Um, it's fighting both of you. So same difference. Same difference, huh? Okay. All right, then I'm just gonna, I'm gonna reach uh, my hand in the inside pocket of my cape and I'm gonna pull out my mace and I'm gonna smash wolf number two over the face with it. Now, let me ask you this. Um, I get advantage, right, because of Wheezy? Yep. Nice. This wolf is super distracted by that damn weasel. Yeah. <laughs> so then I'm going to take my mace with advantage. And I hit with a 14. Nice. Whew, that was close. Mm. Um, and then that was 1d6 plus 2 bludgeoning onto Wolf 2, who takes <laughs> 7 points and kills him dead, Yoshi. I slam him in the jaw with my mace, otherwise known as mace to the face. <laughs> nice. All right, one wolf goes down. And then I turn my attention to that Phyland werewolf, and I'm going to um, pull out my Book of Agma and chuck it at his head. Oh, oh, oh. oh, 16 hits doing 10 points. Nice. Wow, he's only moderately damaged. That's after taking more than 30. Yeah, he's huge. He's a beast. This guy's going to not go down easy. Well, let's find out. Cullen, you are flanked by ravenous beasts that have a taste for your blood. What are you going to do? What a pickle. Um, going to have to do something. Well, prudence dictates I try and kill Wolf One as quickly as prudence. possible. Where where'd she come from? I don't know, but I listen to her all the time. Dear Prudence. Prudence and me are like that. Um, so let's take a swing. Hits. Fifteen hits. Eleven puts him into heavy. Nice. Almost the maximum amount of damage I could do with the battle. Hey, Hits. wait a second. Do you want to? Hey, oh, hold on. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, I had a dream about this. Do you want a twelve? Well, nine hit plus six, so twelve plus six should hit. You have my twelve. Take it. Twelve will hit. Yeah, I had a bad feeling about this. So I'll just go ahead and roll the damage for my sword. All right. Eight, maximum amount I can do. Killed it, nice. Sweet. That was close. Mm -hmm. All right, well, I regained my action surge on my law, on my short rest from before. So I'm going to turn my attention to Phyland Werewolf and see if we can't get a lucky shot with the, uh, I'm gonna try the vicious battle ax, see if magic is as good as silver. Ooh. 10 misses. Oh, I missed so bad. Ah. But let's see, if I added eight to that, it would still be only 12 and just 12, and I wouldn't get an eight. Back. Okay. And I'm gonna do, that's all, that's all I can do. That's all I can do. All right. And up in a tree sits Asilius, watching all this. Is he gonna Ooh. do anything? I'm going to have AC fly over the fire. He's right in the blind spot of the werewolf. I got a bad feeling about this. Now, tied up to a tree is Thegar Grin, and the sounds of battle bring the red wizard back to consciousness. And he slowly, he opens his eyes, and he sees a hulking werewolf silhouetted by the moonlight. And he starts to freak out, and he starts to squirm in his bindings. And Jake laughs. I'm right next to him, crouched down. I'm like, shut up, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Elric, the wolves are down, but Cullen is still going toe-to-toe -to -toe with the ferocious werewolf. What are you going to do? I am going to, because I still have two spell slots left, I am going to 
use my chromatic orb. So I am going to do it with kind of damage can I choose? Thunder, poison, lightning, fire, cold, oh my. acid. <laughs> Just pick one. They all sound great. <laughs> this will be fire. Okay, so here we go. Oh, oh man. Burned a spell slot, too. You're going to have to work on Dice that. Dice got cold. Let's see, what else can I do? Probably not. Not a... Well, gee whiz, that's all I can do. <laughs> okay. All right, what's Ray Ray going to do? He's going to fly to here, so give Colin some advantage. Okay. I got a bad feeling. I think he's going to start howling and more wolves are going to show up. I just have this bad feeling. And then the werewolf lifts its head to the moon and howls. Oh, great. Then, behind Jake and Esmir, oh, two no, more wolves didn't. burst from the tree line. I knew it! Let's give the DM ideas, why don't we? <laughs> no, I wasn't giving him ideas. Jesus. He only had two wolves? Come on. A boss this big? Hey, that's a good idea. No, he paused to think, and I knew this is what was going to happen. Just a guess, but, you know. <laughs> and one of the wolves rushes in and leaps onto Jake and hits with a 21, mm. doing seven points of damage. Jake, roll a strength saving throw. Ah, okay. Oh, no. No, four. Mm, not good. So you're uh, uh, focused on the werewolf, right? When you hear something behind you, you turn and see a wolf leaping at you. Its jaws chomp down as its body slams into you, knocking you to the ground. Oh, boy. And the other wolf leaps at Esmir and hits with a 23. Uh. And Esmeralda's going to use a shield. All right, so the shield... Uh, raises your armor class by five, right? So you went from 13 to 18 armor class, and that's still not enough to stop the wolf, right? Because it rolled a 23. Damn it. Darn. Okay. <laughs> All right, so it chops on you for five points of damage. Roll a strength saving throw. Strength saving throw? Oh. Seven minus one is a six, mm, and the wolf man. slams into you, knocking you to the ground. Oh, that sucks. Now the werewolf continues to try and take down Cullen, first with his claws, and then misses with a 12. Cullen dodges, but then uh, it lunges in for a bite and misses with an eight. Wow. <laughs> Cullen is dodging and weaving. <sighs> All right, now we go to Esmir. You are prone, a wolf is on top of you, it's drooling jaws just inches from your face. What are you gonna do? I'm gonna take my hands, I'm gonna stretch him out to my sides, and then I'm gonna grab that wolf and shock and grasp him while I'm laying him down on the ground. Okay. Stupid son of a biscuit. All right. And I roll a 24. Oh, man. Seven points. Seven points Almost of the maximum amount of damage. sizzle damage. Nice. You're getting some good rolls with your magic. Yeah. Yeah. Now, can I, can I, how much can I do in terms of standing up? Half your movement, right? 15 feet. And then you'll have 15 feet left to move. Okay. Get off me, stupid wolf dummy. <laughs> and then I'm going to go 5, 10, 15. There. All right. Esmir shocks the wolf, rolls out of the way, and makes it behind Elric. Now, what about Wheezy? Uh, Wheezy's going to go behind wolf number one. He's got advantage because he's across from Jake. He's going to bite this guy's dupa. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hits. Nice. Wheezy with only one hit point. Yeah, he's just kicking some ass. Ping. <laughs> Wheezy's not afraid of no wolves. Wheezy's number one. <laughs> there you go. One point of damage from Wheezy. All right, Jake, you have been knocked prone by this snarling wolf, and you look between the wolf's legs, and you see Wheezy jumping up at its butt. <laughs> what are you going to do? I'm going to say, thank you, Wheezy. <laughs> and I'm going to... And he's giving you advantage. I'll have advantage. I guess I'll spend half my movement standing up. And then I'm going to sock the wolf 
with my mace advantage to wolf one. Bam! Hit with an 18, doing 1d6 plus two bludgeoning. And, oh, five points. Heavy. But puts them in heavy. And then I'm going to flick my finger around my head and slam my book back into um, the Phylum Werewolf's head. Oh, natural 20. Critical. The Book of Agua. Delivering wisdom for two years. 2d8 plus four. Oh, what crap. Nine points. <laughs> a one and a four on two D8s. That was sad. It shouldn't have been doubled. It was. It was. I got it was. one and a four. It's normally one D8. Oh, oh. But he's, uh, yeah, nine points. All right, nine points. It's not bad. Nine points is nine points. That's right. Okay. Now, Cullen, you are going toe-to-toe with this cursed beast. When suddenly, Jake's spiritual book smacks it in the head. What are you gonna do? It's between you and me now, you scruffy little garbage man. I'm gonna take you out. Don't insult garbage man. <laughs> what is a garbage man? Uh, let's try the battle axe first, with advantage. Bazinga, Hit. 16 hits, oh, I'll take it. that's just barely. Oh, only six points of damage. Let's try it now with the sword. Hit. 21. A natural, unnatural hits. Oh, it was resisted. I thought it wouldn't resist it. All of it. 12 points resisted. Damn. Huh. That's not right. It's a silvered weapon. Let's see here. Maybe it's like fake silver. Silver plated. (laughs) It's chrome. (laughs) All right, I gave it the 12 damage, so now it has a wound of 53. Right on, right on. 12 points, nice. Yeah, you did some good damage there. Blood is matting its fur, and it looks even angrier now. So, I attack, so I can't disengage, so this is all I can do. I do say, I do one thing. I say to uh, Elric, I'm like, Elric, look out for Esmeralda. There's a wolf on her tail. I know, I know. We got to deal with this big bad guy, though. Esmeralda hopefully will climb a tree because wolves can't climb trees. <laughs> That's so sweet. They're looking out for me. I am. All right. Is Asilius going to do anything? No. All right, Elric. Two more wolves have arrived and are all over Jake and Esmir. And in front of you, Cullen is battling the evil werewolf. What are you going to do? All right, I'm just going to have to shoot another chromatic orb at him. I've got one spell slot left. All right, so here we go. Natural 20. Natural 20. (laughs) Nice. That's what you needed, bro. Man. It's going to be fire damage. Set his fur on fire. I drop it right on him. Kormis Orbison. What the hell? Funky, chunky monkey. How many points of damage? Oh, my God. Wow. 34 wow. points. Wow, I never knew I could do that much with the chromatic <laughs> He's dying. You killed him. See? Esmir's like, see, I told you, man. It's all about magic. It burned a hole right through him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was huge. So you got six D... D8. Six D8. Yep. Six D8. You rolled a one, seven, six, seven, eight, and a five. Pretty good rolls. Holy... Yeah. Cannoli. How many bosses have you taken out now, man? Uh, I don't know. That's at least the second one. Because I know I took out the Null boss. Oh, and I took out uh, Wartsnack. Yep. Uh, the third one. All right, I'm a boss killer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boss killer. How did this boss go down? All right. I shot my chromatic orb. It flew across the point-blank range to us. Punched into his chest and punched out the other side, and his guts kind of rolled out of the hole, and he fell to his knees and collapsed, <laughs> burning. The smoking heart lay beating on the ground, sizzling innards everywhere. And just as the smoldering oh, werewolf oh. and its sizzling guts hit the ground, Elric, you hear a growl and something running up behind you. Okay. Okay. No problem. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm going to spin around with my glaive. Just one attack, just a glaive, not the bonus. Correct. Okay, that's what I thought. Say, I just killed right, your daddy. Glaive. Oh, oh, 
Instant death. 15. You nice. wheel about nice. to just take out the yeah. wolf running up. As as the boss werewolf collapses to the ground, this wolf is running through the woods, then there's like a close-up on my face and my right eye, both eyes actually, kind of turn over <laughs> that way. Then I spin, wait, you know, I spin like once or twice, spinning the glaive above me and then stick it right into his, between his eyes. Ooh. Pin him to the ground. Nice. And step on his body as I yank my glaive out. <laughs> and flick the blood off it. Flick the blood off it. <laughs> no, I'm going to wipe the blood off on my armor. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so it just rolls right off. <laughs> all right. He's all jacked, man. He's like ready to hit the clubs, meet the ladies. <laughs> hey, Wolf One's still alive. Yeah. Oh yeah. We're like, we'll get to you. We'll get to you. We're we're celebrating over here. <laughs> All right. So this wolf is going to continue to try and take down Jake. Stupid dog. And it misses with a seven. Ha ha. All right, Esmir, you just watched Elric unleash his magical mastery. You taught him well. <laughs> I did. I'm like just like so excited. And a little afraid. It was a thing of beauty. Yeah. <laughs> but you see that one wolf remains over there by Jake and Wheezy. What are you going to do? Esmer's pissed at these stupid wolves. She's going to run over here, and she's going to try to save Wheezy's life. <laughs> she, she, she knows that she's going to get to, that Wheezy's not going to be around that much longer anyway, because the sun's going to come up. A couple hours. But Esmer doesn't care because Wheezy is Wheezy. So she's going to run across and she's going to check and grasp Wolf One. Wow. Esmir's getting into melee combat. Jeez, so I, I <laughs> oh, can't sure. The boss is gone. Attack. It's time to be brave. And here we go, buddy. <laughs> 17 hits. All right. And six. Oh, you killed yeah, it. Yeah, nice. Killed it. Yeah. Oh, my. Why did I even get out of my bedroll? <laughs> I saved Wheezy. <laughs> saved Wheezy. Yay. Come here, Wheezy. You did such a good job. I'm standing there going, Woo, yeah, all right. And I high five Cullen. And, uh, in a bro like manner. In a bro like manner. And I'm like, Yeah, all right. And as you guys are celebrating, you turn back to look at the werewolf. A beam of moonlight shines down upon it, and you watch as it begins to shapeshift, right? And revert back to its real form. And a moment later, the werewolf is gone, and lying before you now is a naked, middle-aged human man. Huh. Does he look familiar? He does not look familiar. Hmm. Just some dude. Some poor sap that got bit. He's butt naked. He's got no tattoos, nothing. Well, you look him over, and you don't find any tattoos or marks. Mm. Some random victim of the Phylon curse. I don't like it. Smells too random. Yeah. We should have burned that place down when we left. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think, I'm not sure if a, a censure of a, of a cleric is enough to purify that unholy place. Leave my holy place out of it. <laughs> and Cullen, while you're thinking about that and looking at this dead human on the ground, you look at the bite wound on your arm and a feeling of dread comes over you. Roll a constitution saving throw in the dice tower. Oh, shit. I knew this was going to happen when he bit me. This is not good. I don't want to be a werewolf, man. All right, Constitution. So I just pick up the die from um, under saves. Mm-hmm. Okay, con. Okay, plus. I got a plus four. <sighs> so I imagine I won't know the result of my saving throw for 30 days or something. Probably. Shit. Is there something we could do? Well, you guys see that Cullen seems distressed. 
and you gather around him and take a look at the bite and try to recall what you may know about the werewolf curse. So go ahead and roll a history or nature check. Okay. I will use my history. I'm going to do history because my nature is no bonus. I got my history. I got a plus four. I only got an 11. Uh, 19. Nice. 19. All right. So, Jake, you come up to Cullen and you're examining the bite wound. And you explain to everyone that it's impossible to tell anything from the wound itself, right? But you do know that being bit by a lycanthrope does not automatically mean that you have contracted the curse of uh, lycanthropy, right? It all depends on the individual. And that you won't know uh, if you have the curse until the next full moon. But you, you tell Cullen that he's strong, uh, he's a healthy young man, and he has a high constitution bonus, uh, so he's probably fine. Said the DM. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool, man. Probably nothing gonna happen, maybe. Oh, man. Okay, and if he is cursed, do we know how we could possibly, like, reverse that? Uh, well, none of you can recall anything about a cure. So you're probably going to have to do some research on that. Okay. Hey, everybody, let's keep an eye on Colin's eyebrow. If it starts to go unibrow, we all got to run or something. Oh, man. <laughs> and you know what? Just for, We should probably do stuff next time the full moon comes. We should do something just preventative, like uh, lock him somewhere up just overnight. That's not a bad idea. Better be a strong cage. Hmm. And as you guys are discussing the dilemma of whether or not Cullen has been cursed, uh, you all hear from behind you, Thegar begin to laugh under his gag. <laughs> <laughs> and then Esmir's oh. gonna slap him in the face like soap opera style. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> just shut up. You're lucky we don't feed you to those things. I just give him a baleful stare and say, if it was up to me, we would have left you for rat food. Oh, oh he'll be rat food, boy. <laughs> don't you worry about a thing. But he's a red wizard and he has to die. Now he can have a massive audience. Okay. Watch him become rat food, you see? I string him up, I say. They see the judge in Daggerford's a hanging judge. <laughs> yeah, Esmir's gonna be like, say, Thegar, what happened to the last bunch of red wizards that messed around in the heartlands here? What happened to. <laughs> oh, they got hung. Oh, yeah. Okay. Thanks for reminding me. That's too quick a death for this guy. Hanging's too good for him. He ought to be torn up into tiny bitty pieces and buried alive. Stern! He's nothing but a low-down, double-dealing, backstabbing, larcenous, perverted worm. Hanging's too good for him. Burning's too good for him. He should be torn into little bits and pieces and buried alive. over. I'll kill him. And so, we leave our heroes jacked up from their gallant victory. High fives were given as the feeling of triumph filled the night air, only to be replaced with the looming fear that our beloved fighter might be infected with the curse of lycanthropy? What? Not cool! What will they do if Cullen turns into a werewolf? And what about the Red Wizard? They should have just killed him like Eric said, left him for the rats to eat! This is too much, I can't take it! Whoa, man, announcer dude. You gotta like chill, man. Let's go get some, you know, fresh air. Every time at the end of the season, at the end of the season, you guys get me all worked up. Come on, man, let's go outside. I can help you like chill, man. Okay, okay, maybe you're, maybe you're right, Jerry.
Take some deep breaths, man. I'll meet you outside. All right, Jerry, I'll, I'll meet you outside. Aw, oh, man, we gotta finish this show. Test in one, two. What's gonna happen to Cullen? Like, is he gonna turn into a werewolf? Cause that would be kinda cool. Dude, I mean, is Cletus dead? And does he have more cousins? Is Elric gonna go on a bender as soon as he gets back to town? I love that guy. And hey, man, I'm wondering, like, does a DM have any other friends he can play with? Cause he seems like he wants to kill off this bunch. But who knows, man? I mean, tune in next time to find out on Roll Radio. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Roll Radio. All right, so that wraps up another season of Roll Radio. We hope you've been enjoying the adventure so far. I know the players have been uh, having fun playing, and I've definitely been having a lot of fun putting these episodes together. I want to thank Andrew Capone for the Roll Radio theme music and Sirenscape for all the amazing sound effects and music, and of course, Wizards of the Coast for scourge of the sword coast head over to rollradio.com to find links to these wonderful people and products and all of us here at roll radio want to thank you guys for listening and supporting us over the past couple years we really really appreciate it and we want to wish you all a happy new year filled with lots of natural 20s all right so bye bye 2020 and here's to 2021 clink All right, so we'll be back with a new episode on January 31st, where we kick off what I hope to be a very thrilling season. Unless, of course, I end up killing them all. And start doing a moonwalk in front of the (laughs) Filen werewolf. (laughs) 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 Because it's a thriller.